I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi. Laura and I are excited that Play Me will be returning this January with a whole new series of plays. But in the meantime, please enjoy this encore presentation, which is a show from our archives that was recently aired on CBC Radio 1. This presentation, just in time for your holiday binging, is a clean version with some of the course language edited or dipped out. If you wish to hear the original show without any of these edits, you can find the original show further in our podcast feed. Until the new year, you can always listen to Play Me on CBC Radio 1 Sunday nights at 9 and Wednesday nights at 11. Happy holidays. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me, your ticket to some of the hottest plays by award-winning playwrights. We're back with the next play in our series, The Charming Bed and Breakfast, by Mark Crawford. Have you ever had the dream of packing your bags and moving to a small town to get away from the rat race of the big city? Maybe you'd buy an old Victorian house brimming with vintage architectural character. You'd open a bed and breakfast and share your new love of country living with strangers who would pay you to stay in your home. Okay. Well, with apologies for those in small towns right now, I have to say that sounds pretty good to me. I know, right? And that's what happens in Mark Crawford's hit show when Brett and Andrew, a same-sex couple from Toronto, decide they're done with the city's cutthroat real estate market. When Brett's aunt unexpectedly dies, leaving him her century-old house in small-town Ontario, they decide to ditch their jobs, liquidate their condo, and move to rural Ontario to transform the fixer-upper into a chic B&B. They soon discover that the simple life is more complicated than they thought. Bed and Breakfast premiered in 2015 at the Thousand Islands Playhouse, where it broke box office records as the best-selling show in the history of the Fire Hall Theatre. It has since been produced in theatres across the country, and for this audio drama, the show features playwright Mark Crawford and his real-life partner, actor Paul Dunn. This play is suitable for all audiences, and as with all our plays, we have bleeped or dipped some words that listeners may find offensive. You can hear this play, as well as all the shows we present on Play Me without these edits, on our podcast. This is Bed and Breakfast by Mark Crawford. Hello? Yeah, hi, it's me. What time is it? No, it's okay, I was awake. Uh, no, he wasn't, he's lying. Shh, no, it's fine. 
If it's work, tell them they can't call this early. No, Dad. It's fine. What's up? What in the... Hello? I am sitting down. Ray, do you know what time it is? Is everything okay? Uh, yeah, well, it didn't go to voicemail because unlike you, I actually answer my phone. So here I am. Oh my god. Oh, what can possibly be so urgent that you're calling at 6 a.m. on a Sunday? When? What? Oh my god. Oh my god. Did they say if it was, uh... uh wait, wait, wait. It went for how much? Do we know what happened? Uh, sorry, Ray. What's wrong? I, uh... uh sorry, yeah, I'm here. I'm just, um... Ray, I have to go. Yeah, Drew's right here. We're at home. It doesn't matter. I'll talk to you later. Should I come to your place? I don't care, Ray. I have to go. Do you want me to call Steve? I'm hanging up. You called him already. Bye. Okay. What is going on? Bye. My, uh... Aunt Maggie was in a car accident last night. Oh, my God. It looks like another car ran a stop sign, so... What, is she okay? No. She's dead. Oh, sweetie. I am so... That was Ray? Uh, yeah. Did we lose that house? Yeah. Brett, are you okay? I don't think so. Hello, listener. Drew Lazarenko here. And I'm Brett Brooks. The two of us are going to tell you the story of the last crazy year of our lives. When someone asks, how did you guys end up living in this town, running this bed and breakfast? I would probably say that those two phone calls were the beginning. 6 a.m., 15 floors up, back in Toronto, exactly one year ago, to the day. But the full story starts long before that. Well, sure, but you never have the full story when you're in the middle of it. Especially when there is so much hidden away. A few days later, in my Aunt Maggie's house, where we are right now. It is with great sadness we announce that Margaret Maggie Brooks died suddenly in the early hours of August 31st. She was 56 years old. An active and beloved member of the community, she will be greatly missed by many. Maggie is survived by her brother Martin, brackets Linda of Oshawa, loving aunt to Stephen, brackets Shannon, and their son Cody, also of Oshawa, and Brett of Toronto. No Brett brackets Drew. Yeah, I noticed that. How come? I don't know. I, I didn't write it. Well, who did? Probably my dad. Oh. Hello? No. No, I took the day off, Wesley. I am out of town. Uh, no, I am a couple of hours out of town. I'm going to a funeral. I told you about this. You said I had so much overtime built up that... It's my partner's aunt's funeral, but I don't really see why that matters, Wes. Brittany should be able to handle it by now. But Wes, I can't. We are just getting ready to... Okay. See you tomorrow. What's he want? Oh, he's freaking out because the film festival starts this week and the hotel's completely overbooked. Not your problem. If I want this promotion, it kind of is. 
I thought eight years together might earn us a Brett Brackett's Drew. Oh, it's not personal. It's my family. You know, they're very... Closety? I was going to say private. Hmm. Shannon gets her name in there and they're divorced. Separated. She moved to the Yukon. It's a small town paper. My dad probably didn't want people reading the obituary and only talking about the Brett Brackett's Drew part. Today's not really about that. Okay. Okay. Should I wear this tie or this one? The black one. It's a funeral, Drew, not a fancy brunch. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. The summer I was nine, my Aunt Maggie asked if I'd like to come out here and stay with her for a week. Earth to Earth. That week turned into the whole month of August, and every summer after that till my final year of university. Ashes to ashes. I know how much this community meant to her, and in a way, I feel like I grew up here. Dust to dust. It was here she taught me how to cook. Which explains why I can't follow a recipe. Give us this day our daily bread. She taught me to work hard. I know many of you ladies here will miss Maggie doing your hair. Her skill, her style, and her strict no-gossip policy in the chair. And forgive us our trespasses. She taught me that even if life doesn't go according to plan, you can always make the best of it by making things better, richer, weirder for other people. As we forgive those that trespass against us. I have no way of knowing what I'd be like if I didn't have that time with her. The power and the glory. But I do know that I would be different. Forever and ever. I, uh... <laughs> Sorry. I will miss her. After the burial, hundreds of people pack into the church basement. So many familiar faces from my summers here. Ladies serve little sandwiches, squares, coffee, tea. I can't stop thinking. I never told her how much that time meant to me. And I can't stop thinking. If I died tomorrow, would anyone care enough to make Nanaimo bars? Among the crowd is Brett's mom, Linda. So, Drew, how are things going in the hotel hospitality industry? The same. Busy. Thanks, Linda. Did you get something to eat? Oh, yes, thanks. All this reminds me so much of home. Oh, do you get back there much? Oh, reverend. Lovely service. I, I don't suppose you met Drew. This is Drew, our son Brett's. Friend. Brett's brother, Steve. Nice speech, you friggin' crybaby. And Steve's son, Cody. So, how's life downtown, boys? How's the condo? I swear to God, I don't know how you two don't kill each other living in that shoebox. I'd go friggin' nuts. Cody, for Christ's sake, how many of those sandwiches are you gonna eat? Well, I don't know. You'd think I don't feed this kid. Jesus H. Christ. Yeah. Sorry, Reverend. 
So, Cody, how's grade 12 going? Well, I don't know. It just started yesterday, Uncle Brett. Right. Any thoughts on university? Well, I don't know. I thought I might go live with Mom, but she... I don't know. How's your girlfriend? I don't know. Okay, I guess. Great. And um, when does hockey start up again? Well, I don't know. I'm not playing this year. Dad's pissed, but I don't know. I'm not really a hockey guy anymore. Know what I mean? Yes, Cody. Yes, I do. And my dad, Martin. What do you mean you haven't found a house yet? We're still working on it, Dad. Well, what seems to be the holdup? We keep making offers at the very top of our budget, and we keep getting outbid. Well, how many houses have you offered on? Seven. We really thought we had a chance with this last one, but... You know what your problem is? We're not millionaires? No, son. Your problem is you're too picky. Look, I wanted to wait till we were alone, but you might as well know now. Maggie left you the house. What? Yeah, I'll need to drive back out here and meet with the lawyer later this week, but... Yes, she did. So, there you go. I, uh, I... Oh my god, Brett. Oh, uh, hello. Oh my god, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. Seriously, amazing. Time has been good to you. I mean, you didn't get fat, unlike this gal. Oh my god, I'm so sorry about your aunt. Oh, thank you. She was the best. So active in the community. Such a character, eh? And so sudden. Yeah. Oh, my God, Brett. I saw you on TV giving decorating oh, advice. Design, yeah. Oh, that must be fun, eh, Mr. Big Shot? Oh, the design firm I work for likes me to do those things. Hey, um, Drew, um, the TV thing doesn't pay, but it's good promotion for the company. Have you met Drew? Oh, my God, no. It is so nice to meet you, Drew. Uh, nice to meet you, too. Uh, sorry, you are... Oh, my God, I'm an old friend of this guy from back in the day. Well done snagging this one for a husband. Oh, we're not married. Oh, well, you should be. Yet? Look at you. I mean, gay guys, right? You always look good. Oh, that's a stereotype. But a nice one. I mean, look at these suits. You probably don't dress like this all the time. Not really, no. But you look good. Oh, my God, Brett, I'm so happy for you. And so sad, so sad for you, too. But it's great to see you. Nice to meet you, Drew. Gotta run. Work, work, work. But be in touch, okay? Definitely. Will do. Who was that? I have no idea. That's why I called you over here. I tried. Maggie left me the house. What? My dad just told me. I think he's upset. I assume she'd leave it to him. He probably did, too. I mean, he did grow up in it. Not that any of us expected her to die first, but... Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What does this mean? It means... We own a house. Here. Yeah. Doug? It's Brett. Uh, Brett Brooks. Oh, yeah. How are you doing, Doug? Business ain't worth a sh... Oh, sorry to hear that. I, I didn't see you at the funeral. No. Should've went, but, uh... Brenda died in February. Breast cancer. Son of a bitch. 
Oh, Doug, I'm so sorry. Maggie would understand. Hey, sweetie, their debit is down. Do you have any cash? Oh, hey, yeah, uh, um, this is Doug. Doug, hi, nice to meet you. I'm Drew. Drew's my, um... Partner? Partner? Sorry. Um, I worked for Doug the last couple of summers I spent out here. Oh, Doug? Oh, Doug, right. Wretch talked about you. Yeah, all good things. I learned a lot about construction, the different trades, all that. I still use a lot of that for work. Oh, yeah. You a contractor? Um, I work with contractors more on the design end of things. Interior. Design. Oh, yeah. Well... Sorry about Maggie. Good to see you. Back in Toronto. And our next question comes from Wanda in Sudbury. Wanda is asking about painting some of the wood in her living room. Let's take a look. Good morning, front desk. This is Drew. Wow, Wanda. That's a lot of wood. Oh, hey, Wesley. Yes, I sorted out that situation in 1610. I gave them a gift certificate to the spa, and that seemed to calm them down. I can't really tell from these photos. They're all pretty dark. Front desk, Drew speaking. The room would look a lot brighter if you painted out some of that paneling. I am so sorry for this confusion, ma'am. I left a note about your late checkout for my colleague, Brittany, but I guess she didn't see it. I think a nice off-white, maybe Benjamin Moore, White Dove, OC-17. Hello, welcome, Mr. Clooney. Uh, Mrs. Clooney, let me show you to your room. That should brighten things up for you, Wanda, and really allow that collection of taxidermy to pop off the walls. Good evening, front desk. Girl, we need to talk. Okay, time out. That is not what Ray sounds like, and you know it. This is exactly what Ray sounds like. Girl, what is all this Brett tells me about his aunt's house? Ray, what are you doing calling me at work? You weren't answering your cell. What are you still doing at work at this hour, girl? You need a new job. Mm, no, I need a promotion. And what, you're not still working? Oh, I'm not allowed to make a personal call now. I am calling not only as your real estate agent, but as one of your dearest friends. One of my oldest friends. Bitch. So, what is the story, girl? Isn't that place three hours out of town? In bad traffic. Hey, we're not moving there, Ray. We're just going back next week to get it ready to put on the market. Uh. We'll let you know when it's ready to list. Then when it sells, we'll use that money to get a house here. Uh, sorry, Ray, I have to go. I'll talk to you next week when we get back. Don't work too hard, girl. And whatever you do, do not fall in love with that place. The next week, that place... Okay, it was mostly junk in that dresser, but I found this box of old photos. I think if we move some furniture out of there, potential buyers could see how big that front bedroom really is. Do I know a Carrie Van Bilsen? I don't know, do you? She just sent me a friend request, but her profile picture is a cat. It's called Facebook Carrie, not Catbook. I thought you were cleaning out that cupboard. Oh, I am. Should I accept her? We're only here for five days, Brett. Can we use the time wisely? <laughs> Do you think your dad would want these photos? Maybe. Oh, Carrie! 
Where should I put them? She's the one from the funeral. She changed her last name. I worked with her scooping ice cream one summer, but then she got pregnant. Oh, and she sent me a message. Oh my God, Brett, it was so great to see you a couple of weeks ago. LOL. Wish it could have been under happier circumstances. Sad face. Okay, I hate doing business on Facebook. Winky face. But word around town is you're planning on selling Maggie's house. I'm in real estate now, so if you want to chat, my number is... Hey, Carrie, Brett Brooks here. Um, whenever you get this, give me a shout back. I just got your note. We're actually in town till Tuesday, so let's figure out a time to meet up. Oh, what about listing with Ray? I know he's your friend. Our friend? But she has to know the market out here better than he does. I just want to pick her brain. Fine. Uh, so, are we keeping these photos? What are they? I don't know. It's your family. <laughs> Is this the guy who built this place? Well, let me see. Uh, yeah. My great-great-grandpa. He's the one who made all the money with the ships going back and forth to the States. And these are his sons. That one's my great-grandpa, and that's his brother who lost the family fortune. He's the one who went to jail. As my family puts it, for a business misunderstanding. More commonly known as rum running. He didn't know what was on those boats. The Brooks family. Experts at denial since 1927. <laughs> you look like him. Handsome. Uh -huh. Who's this? Oh, that's my grandma and grandpa. With my dad as a boy. And that baby is Aunt Maggie. Oh. And that's my parents' wedding. Ooh, those poor bridesmaids. They must have got those dresses the same year they got these curtains. Is this Maggie? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Look at her. Well, I thought she couldn't have kids. No, she couldn't. She's not actually pregnant. It's a Halloween costume. There's a jack-o'-lantern. See? She dressed up as the pregnant Virgin Mary for Halloween? I guess. <laughs> That's hilarious. She always had the funniest costumes. She didn't know she couldn't have kids until she got married and they started trying. See? Um, that's her wedding. The marriage only lasted a few years. I barely remember him. Is this you? <laughs> Give me that. <gasps> what are you doing? I'm dyeing Maggie's hair. Uh, you look like you should be in a boy band. Shut up! And this Celine Dion t-shirt? You said your family was surprised when you came out. They were. Oh, sweetie. They were lying. Hi there. Is this the Goodwill? What are your hours? We have a lot to donate. Hey, what do you want to do for dinner? Do you want to get groceries and cook together like old times? This show is terrible. I know. I love it. Me too. Good night, mister. Good night, mister. I'm going for a run. I'm going to see if I can run for more than two blocks here without hacking up a lung. <laughs> Want to come? You couldn't pay me. I'm going to read the paper. Imagine a paper made of 
actual paper. I run down Maggie Street, past all the other big old Victorian houses, down to the water. I sit with my coffee on the big wraparound porch. All the way to the other end of town. I turn and find myself in the neighborhood they don't put on the postcards, where the porch swings end and the porch couches begin. The old man across the street from Maggie's lets his dog out the front door at the same time every morning. The first day we wave politely. The second day he says, Good morning there. And by the third day he calls across the street. Uh, Barrett, isn't it? Uh, Harold Henderson. Uh, do you remember Angus? Angus? Past the grocery store, the gas station, the hardware, and onto the main drag. A mix of things you find in every small town. Barbershop, florist, couple of banks, the Chinese restaurant, the greasy spoon. And places you only find in towns like this one. The stained glass place. The antique store, the locally made ice cream, the shop that specializes in items for your cottage lifestyle, which as far as I can see just means everything has a loon painted on it. The last summer I spent here, the people across the street, Harold Henderson and his wife, went away for a weekend and gave me 20 bucks to take care of their new puppy. And here he is now, his old hips creaking down their front steps. Hey, Angus... How you been, old boy? Have you been a good dog? On the fourth morning, I run an extra block and almost run smack into... Ah! ah, ah sorry! Sorry! Uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I wasn't looking where I was going. Sorry. I'm behind. I spent an hour with my head in the toilet. Morning sickness, the worst. Sorry. Are you open? I'm sorry, I am. Open. Cool place. Do you do lattes? Oh, the best lattes in town. Well, the only lattes in town, really, but yes, I do. Great. Can I have a grande? I'm sorry, we don't have that here. I could make you a large. A large would be perfect. From Toronto? Is it that obvious? You on vacation? Oh, no. I'm... We're just in town for the week to clean up a house, put it on the market. Oh, yeah? Whereabouts? Uh, just up Queen Street there. Corner of Queen and George. Oh, Maggie's place. Oh, we're gonna miss her. What a shock. Yeah. Brett spoke at the funeral, right? So you must be... Drew. Drew, yes, sorry. Hey, Drew, I'm Allison. Oh, did I get milk on you? I'm sorry. Okay, so um, one latte, that's three dollars. Three dollars? I know, sorry. Small business. No, no. Uh, oh, shit, I was running. I don't have my wallet. Oh, that's okay. Uh, no, I will run home and grab it and run right back Sorry, and... no. <laughs> Last summer, for my and Chris's wedding, Maggie did my hair, and I was complaining about how the yellow roses for the boutonnieres didn't match my bridesmaid dresses. Sorry. Oh, I know. But she went home, cut honest to God every single rose from her garden, brought them back the perfect color, dozens of them. We only needed four. So in the spirit of that generosity, there... You go. I will get you back. Don't worry about it. 
Well, thanks, Allison. It was nice running into you. Hmm. <laughs> this is good. And on the fifth morning, right on time, Harold Henderson's door opens, Angus waddles down his steps, looks both ways to cross the street, walks up onto the porch, sits down beside me, and grants me permission to pet him until he decides it's time. We both get on with our day. Oh my god! They sure don't build them like this anymore, do they? They sure don't. Look at those baseboards. What is that? Eight inches? Eight and a half? Mm -hmm. So, Carrie, what do you think? Oh my god, I'm just gonna tell you the truth. We could try and list it now, but it's the wrong time of year. Tourist season is pretty much over. It would sit on the market with no interest for months. Maybe years. Oh, it's charming, but it's a really huge, really old house, and it needs a ton of work. So, what do you suggest we do? Move in? Oh my god, imagine. <laughs> but honestly, your best hope is a buyer who wants to convert it into something. But it could be a long time before that person comes wow. along. Thanks for the honesty. Oh my god, I don't mean to discourage you. Think it over. Be in touch. And sometime you're back in town, you should come over. I'd love you to meet Dustin. But stay off the streets. He just got his beginners. Oh, time flies. Are you still with, um... His dad? Oh my god, no. Well, thanks for coming by, Carrie. Anytime. See you on Facebook. Toronto! Good morning, front desk. Our first question today comes from Joe. Uh, hey, Brittany, is there a reason you double-charged these people's credit cards? Joe just bought a house right here in Toronto, and he's about to start a major renovation. Okay, sir, good news. Let's look at the pictures of Joe's place. I pulled a few strings and got you two tickets for tonight at 8. There's the living room. Uh, no, I haven't seen it. And there's the kitchen. But I hear it's very good. Wait a minute, this looks familiar. Brittany. Well, Joe, I, uh... Brittany, you gonna answer that? I have to admit, I've been in your place before. Front desk. Me and my, uh... Oh, hey, Wesley. I put an offer on this place, but it looks like you got it. Oh, my days off were great, thanks. So, congratulations. You have exciting news. Well, that's... As for your question... Exciting? I can tell you what I would have done. You're home late. Did you eat? I grabbed some street meat. The subway was down, so I walked to Queen and got on the streetcar, but traffic was so bad it didn't move. So I got off and walked the rest of the way. Do we have any Tums? Yeah, in there. They gave it to Brittany. What? The promotion. What? I can't work there anymore. I know. What if we did what Carrie said? What? Move in. To Maggie's? We are looking for a house. Oh, she was kidding. 
Yeah. <laughs> so am I. You have always said you wanted a project. Oh, that house is too big for us. And what would we do out there? Open a bed and breakfast? <laughs> yeah, right. No, wait. You can design it. I could run that kind of business in my sleep. I can make eggs. You can make coffee. How hard can it be? I love it there. Me too. I love it there. I hate it here. Me too. Oh, God. Are we actually talking about this? We're not talking about it. We're doing it. Girl, what is the one thing I told you not to do? It's gonna be great, Ray. We're gonna renovate and open a B&B. &B. This is a joke, right? You two moving to a small town and going all floral wallpaper and English breakfast tea on me? It'll be good for us. Uh, so, we need to list the condo. You're giving up your place in the city? We need the money for the reno. Do you have any friends out there? Yes. Brett knows people. Sort of. What are you going to do with yourselves? There's no bars, no clubs, no culture. Ray, we haven't been to a club in years. We haven't been to any culture in months. We're so busy trying to afford to live here that we don't actually do any living here. This decision is about quality of life. And what kind of quality of life do gay people have in this town? We'll find out. I refuse to go into this assuming everyone hates me. Don't go into it assuming everyone loves you either. Here in the city, you and Brett fly a bit more under the gaydar than some of us, but out there, you two will be very conspicuously, flamingly gay. Thank you for the words of encouragement, Raymond. Don't disappear on me, girl. If we get desperate to see a drag queen, we can always hop on the 401 and stay with you. Bitch. I mean... I know. So, let's do this thing. Thursday, the listing goes up. Saturday, a full-blown bidding war. We have become the people we hate. Monday, the winning bid is a quick closing. Extremely quick. Thursday, we hit the road. One cube van? One car load. Our little two-vehicle convoy heads out of town. We're like pioneers. Two vehicles full of Banana Republic button-down shirts and back issues of better homes and gardens. Like gay pioneers. The renovations at Maggie's place, um, our place, start right away. A complete gut job. And when you want the job done right, you call... Hey, uh, Doug, this isn't a load-bearing wall, is it? One way to find out. I hope there's exposed brick under here. Oh, yeah. I'd love to have a feature wall. Oh, yeah. Hey, Danny, Sean, go easy on those. Somebody could use them. Really? <laughs> Those cabinet doors are so dated. Oh. Yeah. Never mind. Hey, sweetie, uh, the wallpaper in our bedroom is just peeling off in tiny bits. Oh, um, do we have any fabric softener? 
we have dryer sheets. No, if you sponge liquid fabric softener on the paper, it peels off easier. Huh. I'll go get some. Do you want the mountain air one or the lavender? Um, whatever. Oh, does anyone want anything from Allison's while I'm out? Danny, Sean? You want a coffee, Doug? Don't need nothing from that place. She has regular coffee, if that's what you want, Doug. Uh, what about you? Do you want that vanilla bean macchiato thing you like? Uh, whatever. Do you want non-fat? I don't care, okay? Just get me whatever. Okay, I'll be back in a bit. Yep. Mm. Bye. Drew, do my boobs look bigger to you? Um, hi, Allison. I'm probably not the right person to ask. <laughs> right, sorry. This morning, Chris swore they looked bigger. Hey, did you guys start your reno yet? Oh, yeah, they are ripping out the kitchen today. Hey, do you know our contractor, Doug? Oh, um, bigger guy, older, beard... I know who he is. Yeah, and those guys, Danny and Sean, who work for him? Not really, sorry. They were a bunch of grades below me. But they're okay, right? Well, they're sort of rough around the edges. <laughs> Why? Brett's just acting weird. Like, he didn't want me to kiss him goodbye in front of them. Oh, some people just don't like public displays of affection, you know? Chris is all for it, but sometimes I'm just like... Sorry, keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> hey, um, what are you guys doing on Sunday? Uh, probably just working on the house. Here, here's our number. Give us a call. You should swing by. I want you to meet Chris. I think you guys will hit it off. So, what'll it be? Grande latte? I'm just asking a question. It's not a big deal, Drew. So if it's not a big deal, tell me why you did that. We can't just assume Doug and the guys are okay with it. It might freak them out. I was giving you a kiss goodbye. I wasn't suggesting we have sex in front of them. I just doubt they've ever seen two men kiss before. Well, no time like the present. But we're on their turf. I'm pretty sure this is our turf. They work for us, in our house. It's not as if they think we're roommates, Brett. All I'm saying is not everyone in the world loves gay people. Oh, really? Thanks, I had no idea. I'm sorry, I know, but you didn't grow up here. Well, technically, neither did you. Okay, look, I can tell Doug isn't completely comfortable around us, so... We can find a new contractor. No, we can't. He's good. We just need to give him, give everybody a bit of time, a bit of space. Make sure they're cool before we make out in front of them. A little peck is not making out. And I didn't quit my job, uproot my whole life, and move out here just to go back into the closet. But we can't pretend like it's not different. We can't just go about our lives in exactly the same way. There are no other gay people here. Okay, you know, that can't be true, right? Where are they? Uh, that guy at the Chinese restaurant is super friendly because we're the only people who go in there. The point is, even if they exist, they don't go around shoving it in people's faces. Whoa! Can you hear yourself? That is like the catchphrase of homophobes who won't admit to being homophobes. I'm fine with it, as long as they don't shove it in my face. I have no problem with you being gay, as long as I don't have to see it. I'm just suggesting we use a little discretion, okay? No, Brett, you're suggesting we hide change the way we live to make people who don't even like us comfortable. I won't do it. Well, for your own safety, you might have to. What? Nothing. Brett? 
Yesterday, I was turning left out of the grocery store, and there was this transport truck in the way, so I pulled out in front of someone. He, he slammed on his brakes. It was fine. Okay. I waved, like, my mistake, and kept going, but he gets in the other lane, honking, pointing for me to pull over, gets out of his car, comes up to my window, and screams, Why don't you look where you're going, you cocksucker? Well, that's mature, but it's not like he meant that... And then he says... Why don't you and the other f- go back to where you came from? Oh. But this is where you came from. Technically, it's not. about new people. Hi, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, Allison. Are you Murray? Are you a good dog? Who's a good dog, Murray? It's beautiful out here, Allison. How far back does your property go? Back to those trees. Oh, wow. They are really changing color now. Um, we actually got this place for the shed for Chris's business. Oh, yeah. What's that? Small engine repair. Oh. Speak of the devil. Chris just ran to the liquor store before they closed. We were dry. Chris pulls up on a really cool vintage motorbike. Leather jacket, boots, tight jeans. Gets off, swaggers. One hell of a swagger up to Allison. Rips off the helmet, lays a kiss on her and says, How's my little mama doing? Now, which one of you lads is which? Brett, right? We saw you at the funeral. Yes, hi. I, uh, I didn't realize you were, uh... Irish. A woman. A lesbian. A lesbian woman. Drew didn't tell me. I didn't know. And so, Allison, I guess that makes you a lesbian. A woman. A woman lesbian, too. Yep, Drew, that's how it works. So, Chris, when did you come to Canada? Oh, ten. Twelve years ago, on a work visa. Looking for a place where it didn't rain every day. Did you go to Toronto? Vancouver. Should have read up more on the weather. But this one was there for uni, and the rest, as they say, is herstory. Ali, where are your shoes? Get inside, woman, before you freeze. You are literally barefoot and pregnant. Oh, settle down, KD. Murray, settle down, girl. Oh, uh, Murray's a girl? Well, I sure hope so. She's pregnant. Alison's not the only bitch knocked up in this house now, is she, Murray? Christine! Sorry. It was a bit of an unplanned pregnancy, wasn't it, Murray? We looked out that window one day, and she was going at it with the dog from three farms down. Hell of a lot cheaper than how we did it, I'll tell you that. Know anybody that wants a puppy? Oh, funny you should ask, because... Brett, we are not renovating a house and getting a puppy at the same time. Yeah, but... Don't even think about it, mister. Oh, Murray, sorry, we are talking about you. Come on, go outside. 
Get outside, Anne Murray. Anne Murray? Yeah, that's her full name. And K.D. Lang, named after our favorite Canadian lesbians. And I'm sorry, but before you say it, we know Anne Murray isn't actually a lesbian. But she is in my dreams, lads. She is in my dreams. Now, who wants a beer? I'll just have water. Again. <laughs> hey, uh, sorry. You guys don't have a kitchen. Why don't you stay for supper? As the evening goes on, the conversation shifts away from dog breeds and espresso makers to... I have to ask, how do you two find it here? We're just trying to figure out living here and being gay. Hold the phone. You two lads are gay? Christine, sorry. She's like this all the time. Well, I grew up here. My parents live around the corner. My sister and her husband and their boys live in town. Aunts, uncles, cousins, everybody. It's home, you know? It's where I want to live, where I want my kids to grow up. I'm not saying it's always easy. I just miss being anonymous. I guess you give that up as the big, scary Irish dyke on a bike who corrupted a sweet little hometown girl. Sorry, but I was already corrupted by the time I met you. <laughs> there was this one time at the pub. We went to see a band and the place was packed. I popped downstairs to the ladies' room and on my way out, there were a couple of lads waiting for me. Young guys, drunk. They pulled me into the men's washroom pushed me up against the urinals. Are you sure you were in the right bathroom? It says ladies. You think you're a lady? If you're going to dress and act like a man, let's see you piss standing up. Well, I was scared. I may act tough, but I had no clue what to do. Luckily, some other guy came in to take a piss, and it all just sort of broke up. Could have gone much worse. These things usually do. <laughs> but... Here's the thing. This summer, I was out on my bike, and I came across a man and a little girl on the side of the road next to a four-wheeler. I pulled over to see if they needed help, and I recognized him. He was one of those lads from the pub. Well, I don't know if he could tell I remembered him. Oh, it doesn't matter. It was a really simple fix on the ATV, just a wire that came loose. And this little girl, his daughter, probably five, six years old, watches me fix it really intently and finally says, Are you a boy or a girl? And I turn, ready to lay into her about what a rude question that is. And I look her in the eye and I see she's really asking the question. Just curious. Just asking. So, I say, I know I have short hair and I'm wearing this leather jacket and it's sort of confusing, but I'm a girl. Do you know how some days you like to wear a fancy dress and some days you like to wear your jeans? Well, 99.9% .9 of the time, I'm more of a jeans girl. And without skipping a beat, she says... I got purple jeans last year for Christmas. Purple's my favorite color. And the guy, her dad, he says, thanks. And they go on their way. Well, I don't know. I think that's something. Yeah, Mama. I think that's something. 
Hello. Like, you're not Brett. No, I'm Drew. Is Brett, like, home? No, he's out. Can I help you with something? I'm, like, supposed to deliver this to him. It's, like, a letter from the, like, Downtown Business Association. My mom just, like, told me to drop it off after school. Um, Carrie Van Bilsen is, like, my mom. Oh, are you Justin? Dustin. Like, with a D? Like Hoffman, not like Bieber. My mom just, like, saw some pictures on Facebook where Brett was, like, volunteering for this, like, parade in Toronto. Like, the, um... The Pride Parade? Yeah, like, I think so, like... Yeah. Do you want to come in? Brett just helped out on parade day because I made him. I was on the committee. So, did your mom want you to come meet us because you're... interested in pride? No. No, she, like, needs your help. Like, Maggie always did it. Like, she always organized everything, and, like, my mom would help out, and, like, then I would help my mom, but now Maggie's, like dead and you need somebody like super organized but like let's be serious that's not really my mom so she was like thinking of people to ask and then she saw those pictures on facebook and she was like oh my god this is perfect brett can do it but now maybe like you're the one we should be asking asking oh my god dustin stop like rambling the santa claus parade it's in like three weeks it's happening but we are like so unorganized and like so far behind this year but like you can save us oh no 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 i was just on a committee That's, like, way more experience than anybody else has. Honestly, Dustin, my job was just to make sure the gay NDPs and the gay liberals didn't make fun of the gay conservatives. There were only three of them, but still. There's this, like, meeting on Thursday, 7.30, at Allison's Cafe. All the info is in that letter. Why didn't your mom just call? I'm like... Not sure. (laughs) Oh, I, like, almost forgot. I, like, made you this pie. You made a pie? Yeah, I was, like, bored. So, like, see you at the meeting. Oh, I didn't say that I would. Thursday, okay? Thursday. Thursday? You have to come with me, please. This Thursday, as in Thursday, November 14th? Uh, Sorry, can we celebrate on Friday? I really need your help with this. The last time we had this conversation, I wound up in a fight with the leader of a gay senior citizen's marching band who told me, and I quote, Save your breath, Mary. We're so gay, we can't even line up straight. I cannot guarantee that won't happen again, but it's highly unlikely. I'm too busy with the house. So am I. This is a great chance to get involved in the community. It'll be good for us. Drew... Look at this place. It looks like a bomb went off in here. I don't have time for this. I'm sorry. Are you saying you don't have time for Santa? Hi, everybody! Sorry, sorry. Does anybody need a coffee or anything before we start? Oh my god, Allison, yes, I take a tea. Non-fat vanilla macchiato double. Large latte, the usual. Can I, like, have a peppermint mocha hot chocolate? Okay, everybody good? This meeting is, as they say, in session. Sorry, can I go? Sorry. 
Our main concern this year is who is going to be Santa. For the past 10 years, Dennis Pademski has done it, but they go to Florida earlier every year, so he'll be away by the first weekend in December. Well, how did he get to be Santa? Oh, sorry. I was still in Vancouver. Um, there was some sort of contest, wasn't there? Oh my god, Santa Idol. That was a hoot. We should do that. Oh, like, also, I like brought cupcakes. Okay, Dustin, thank you. Uh, so, this Santa Idol thing? Mom said it's like Brett's birthday. Oh my god, Brett, I saw it on Facebook. So I like made cupcakes when I got home from school. There's like two kinds, double chocolate with peanut butter cream cheese icing, um, allergy alert everybody, and coconut with mango glaze. So like, happy birthday. Oh my God, try losing weight with this one around. That's really nice of you, Dustin. We loved your pie. Yes, thanks. So getting back to the happy birthday to you, happy birthday. Sorry. Sorry. Back to Santa. Do we have time to do a contest? This thing's coming up. Sorry, you're probably right. Who do we know who could be Santa? Oh my god, what about Don Wigaboltis? He used to do it before Dennis, smoking his pipe and everything. Sorry, no. He's on oxygen now. Okay, we don't have to answer this right now. Let's just ask around, come up with some names, keep in touch via email. The other issue we're facing is promotion. Oh, sorry, were you done? Attendance has really been down these past couple years, and from the perspective of the Downtown Business Association, the main reason for doing this is to get people out and shopping downtown. Oh my god, Dustin, how many Weight Watchers points would one of these cupcakes be? Like... A lot. Okay, everybody, can we try to focus? Drew didn't get me a cake this year, Dustin, so I really appreciate this. Okay, Allison, you were saying? Sorry, Maggie could usually get a story in the paper, but I called Stuart about it today, and he said they do the same article every year, and it feels like we're asking for free advertising. He asked, what's the angle? Oh my god, Stuart, it's a community event. There is no angle. Just write the article. Mom. What? I'll talk to him. Stuart is like my dad. Okay, great. So moving on to the next thing on the list. Mmm, Dustin, this cupcake is incredible. Moving on. Wait, 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 wait. Is it working? How do they look? Wow. What is this going to do to the hydro bill? I think after six years of living in the condo, I might have got a bit carried away with the decorations. How many trees had to die to make that wreath? It's enormous. It's a big front door. It's about proportion. But you have to admit, it looks beautiful. It needs snow. What's up? Nothing. Christmas. It makes me miss my family. I know. Oh, it's so stupid. <sighs> I sent my parents a Christmas card extra, extra early so they'd have my new return address. Just in case this is the year they decide to write me back. 
13 years this Christmas. <laughs> How long do you hold out hope that someone's going to come around? I don't know. I never really thought about it until Maggie died, but... What if one of them is gone and no one got in touch to tell me? Oh, don't you think your sister would call? I don't know. She's as bad as they are. You know what? What? Their loss, mister. <laughs> yeah, mister. Their loss. tiles on back order, so we can't do nothing on the bathrooms for another week. Probably two. What? Doug, that tile was supposed to come in today. That got screwed up. You ordered too much. Because we're doing five washrooms. At the same time, each with about three goddamn different tiles. Where are we supposed to shower for the next two weeks, Doug? I should have thought of that before you made me rip everything out. At least we kept the one toilet. Yeah, it's a real pleasure sharing a toilet with you and Danny and Sean. Never think how we feel sharing it with the two of you. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Doug, look, this is my house, my and Drew's house, so I'm going to have to ask you to cut that out. You want to hire somebody else? You said business was dead. I'm trying to help you out. Don't need help from you. Then what are you doing here? Thought about what Drew asked you. Thought about it. Answer is no. We just thought it might be good for you. Oh yeah, you know what's good for me now. Guess I don't. Yeah, fine. Fine. All you have to do is sit on the sleigh and wave at people. I don't wear costumes. But you actually look like Santa. You know, that ain't exactly a compliment. We just thought you might want to help out. In memory of Maggie, it sounds like this was her baby. Huh? The Santa Claus parade, Doug. I'll pass. You know we're just regular people, Doug. Just like anybody else. Oh, so, like regular people who order 15 fancy tiles for your five bathrooms, you can wait two weeks to get it. Cheese. Cheese. Brett Brooks, brackets left, nephew of the late Margaret Maggie Brooks. And Drew Lazarenko, brackets right, are hard at work turning their century home at Queen and George into what they describe as a chic and modern country getaway. The newcomers, from Toronto, are already involved in the community. Helping to organize this Friday evening's... Okay. Allison and Brett, you two will line everything up down at this end. Uh, Carrie, Dustin, it's up to you to keep things moving further down Main Street. If the Shriners or the Bagpipers want to stop, that's fine, but only for a minute. And now, after exhausting all our other options, let's have a round of applause for our Santa! Yay! 
I didn't think it would work, but you look perfect. As a little girl growing up in Dublin, never in my wildest dreams did I imagine that one day I'd be wearing a fat suit and fake beard, waiting to be pulled through a small town in Canada on a flatbed truck. Today is a very unique day. Now, let's have ourselves a parade! Floats from churches, businesses, service groups, the high school choir, the legion, classic cars from every decade. Little Sunday school kids on a hay wagon dressed up as the most adorable nativity I have ever seen. Oh my god, this is the best turnout we've had in years. They must have, like, read about it in the paper. People from neighboring towns, parents, grandparents, teenagers, little kids, a pregnant lesbian, and a partridge in a pear tree. This is awesome! awesome. When all the vacationers are far away, when nobody will even dip a toe into the water for another six months, these are the people who live here. People who were born here and people like us who have chosen to call this place, well, to call it home. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Ho, ho, ho. It's the real Santa. It's not the fake one like in my Walmart picture, Dad. This is the real Santa. Santa! Santa! I want another pair of purple jeans! Well, I would call that a success. <laughs> Thanks for helping. My pleasure. Hey, look! It's snowing! Oh. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? I want this renovation to be over. <laughs> I want to never eat Chinese takeout ever again. <laughs> I want people to come to this bed and breakfast. You? Mm, same as always. I can't get you concert tickets if Celine Dion isn't on tour. The other thing. We're in no rush. Someday, okay? No, you know what? <laughs> no presents this year. How's that sound? I've got everything I need. What? What are you doing? Trying to hold your hand? <gasps> but what will the neighbors think? Forget it. <laughs> no. Here. Uh, I thought you turned the Christmas lights on before we left. I did. As we get closer to the house, we see the wreath broken in the middle of the street. Cedar garland all over the yard. Christmas lights hanging down, the wires cut, and... Oh my god. Look. Oh my god. Spray painted across the front of the house in big block letters. F go home. A call to the police. A report filed. I promise they'll let us know if there are any other reports of vandalism. Vandalism? Oh, this is more than vandalism. Doesn't this count as a hate crime? You heard what he said. They're taking it seriously, but... Who cares what they call it, Drew? I care. What does it take to call it what it is? 
Who are you calling? My brother. We can go stay with him tonight. What? Hey, Steve, it's Brett. Um, give me a call when you get this, okay? Whoa, whoa hey, what are you doing? Oh, my mom and dad will be home. We can go there. Oh, come on. Hi, it's me. We're coming back towards Toronto. We need a place to stay tonight. Call me back on my cell, okay? Um, uh, can you call Ray? Maybe we can stay with him, or, or we'll just get a hotel. Well, what are you talking about? What if they come back? It's not safe. Brett, you're overreacting. Overreacting? I'm overreacting? To this? To that? I know you're freaked out, but this stuff is usually a one-time thing just to scare people. Well, it's working. And what if it's more than that? Well, do you want to get out of here just for the night, or...? I tried, okay? I had my picture in the paper even though I didn't want to. I tried to talk to Doug. I tried not hiding, and this is what happens? Whoa, just calm down. And... Don't tell me to calm down. I thought this was what we wanted, but I can't do it. I can't live here. Yes, you can. Would you just stop and- I am scared, okay? I'm scared. I know. I'm scared too, but we can't leave now. Why not? Because we can't let them win. You hear that? Hey, Drew. What? Did you hear that? Hear what? That noise. Oh, what time is it? Just after six. <gasps> there's someone on the porch. I, I, no, there's not. Go back to sleep. I didn't sleep all night. I can't believe you slept. You're just hearing things. <sighs> no, I am telling you, there is someone down there. Hey, come back to bed. I told you. They came back. What are you doing? Brett! Get out of here! Leave us alone! Ah! What the hell do you think you're doing? Chris? Oh, you scared me. Put some boots on. Put a coat on. You're going to freeze to death. What are you doing out here? Oh, trying to get this hose hooked up, but it's frozen solid. What? Well, I figured you lads wouldn't have a pressure washer, and that's the only sure way to get this spray paint off the brick. I'll need some hot water to loosen it up. Uh, now, get inside before you catch cold and die. So, what are you lads going to do? What can we do? Drew's right. We've torn this place apart. All our money's tied up in it. We don't have jobs. Uh, I mean about this. What did the police say? Oh, um, there's nothing to go on. I told him about this guy I had a run-in with on the street. I cut him off, and he... But that was months ago, and I've never seen him around town again. It could have been anybody. I've never been much of an activist. But a thing like this, especially when it happens to people I know, to my friends, it makes me want to fight back. But how, you know? Who do you fight? Well, you'd think the people who do a thing like this, people with such strong opinions about us, wouldn't be such goddamn cowards. I've got a baby on the way, Brett. What kind of screwed up world is this kid coming into? So, how did you guys end up living here? Well, that story is still incomplete. Until all the cats are let out of all the bags... The real reason we're telling you the story of this year is because we have a decision to make. Once and for all, 
Do we stay or do we go? It's not like too early, is it? Uh, no, Dustin, hi. We've been up a couple hours. I like brought you guys cinnamon buns. I like couldn't sleep. You didn't have to do that. I like wanted to. My dad like texted me a picture last night and like told me what happened. He like had to come by for the newspaper. Do you want to come in? So like when I heard, I was like really upset. Like, can we just drive over there, Mom? I have to see it. Oh my God, Dustin! No, you don't. This is, like, all my fault. I told Dad to put Drew and Brett in the paper for the parade. That's how the people who did this knew they weren't at home. Oh, my God, Dustin. This isn't your fault. Take a breath. No, Mom, you don't get it. What don't I get? What it's like. I tell myself if I ignore it, it'll, like, stop. But it doesn't. Everybody makes fun of me. Every single day, they, like, call me a f- push me in the hall. Oh my god, honey, why didn't you... And, and Brett and Drew are, like, so cool. They are, like, really good people, and I don't understand why somebody would do this to them, and I, like, need to see it, because I'm just like, is this how it's always gonna be? Like, no matter what, no matter how good or how nice I am, is it always gonna be this hard? Because, like, I am... <laughs> oh my god, Dustin. I love you. Your dad loves you. Nothing you can say is going to change that. I think... I think I'm gay. I think you are too. Oh my God, Dustin. I've known since you were four years old. So, like, I guess I'm gay now. Like, I guess I'm out of the, like, closet. That is the best news I've heard all day, Dustin. It's nicer out here. Is it? Well, I know what happened last night doesn't make it look very good, but... Please don't move away. At least not till, like, I'm done high school. On Monday morning, at the bottom of the mailbox, an envelope without a stamp, addressed simply to Brett and Drew. Inside it, a Christmas card, and in perfect, if slightly shaky, handwriting. Good morning, gentlemen. It upset me a great deal to see what happened to your house and your decorations. All of us on the street thought they looked lovely and helped to get us all into the festive spirit. We hope you replace them. And we hope this helps. And a smaller envelope inside. Twenties, tens, fives, toonies. One hundred and eighty-six dollars. Angus and I look forward to seeing the Christmas lights from our front window again soon. Most sincerely, Harold Henderson. P.S. Thank you for the parade. See over. I'm 81 years old, boys, and if there's one thing I've learned in my time on this earth, it's that love, love is, is stronger, stronger than, than hate. hate.
Jesus H. Christ, Cody, save some room for dinner. Christmas in Oshawa. Do you have a hollow leg? I don't know. I'm hungry, okay, Dad? Get off my back. Stephen, Cody, it's Christmas, please. Not in my house. Drew, would you give me a hand with this? In the kitchen? Sure, Linda. So, Drew, how are the two of you doing out there? We're doing okay, thanks. You can be honest, Drew. When Martin's parents passed away, he inherited that house, but I told him we are not moving there. We are not living in that town. So he signed it over to Maggie. But when Brett said the two of you were moving out there, well, that... Uh, let's just say when I heard about this incident, I wasn't exactly surprised. And three weeks later, and nothing more from the police? You know, you can't always move back to Toronto. No one will think any less of you. Uh, thanks, Linda. You said you needed some help? What'd you get for Christmas, Cody? Cody. What did you get for Christmas? Well, I don't know. Stuff. How are your university applications going? Oh, I don't know. Okay, I guess. I'm applying for poli-sci. As far away from home as possible. Christ, Cody, I heard that. He's just applying everywhere his girlfriend is applying. Dad, how many times do I have to tell you? We broke up. Oh, sorry to hear that, Cody. You okay? Well, I don't know. Dad said, if I want to move out, I have to make money this summer, but I don't know. Nobody in Oshawa will hire you without experience, but you can't get experience unless you get a job. Yeah, that's a catch-22, isn't it? I don't know. I just thought, you know how you lived with Aunt Maggie in the summers and worked construction? Well, maybe I could come and... I don't know. What? Live with us? Cody, we haven't even opened the B&B &B yet. Well, it's just that ever since Mom left, Dad and me don't really, uh... I don't know. Please? Hey, uh, Dad, can I ask you something? Well, that depends on what it is you're asking. <laughs> In that box of pictures I gave you, we found this photo of Maggie when she was young. See? Looks like Halloween. Yeah, that's what I said, but I'm just checking if there's something I don't know. Uh, uh, Maggie couldn't have children. Yeah, but she actually looks pregnant. Really pregnant. Son, why do you insist on stirring everything up in this family? Somebody's got to. Well, there's nothing to tell. Dad, I live out there. You can tell me the truth now, or I can embarrass myself and Maggie and the whole family by not knowing later. Come on. She was a teenager. Unmarried, of course. Your grandparents were having none of it. They dealt with it as they saw fit. Maggie went away. The baby was adopted. And years later, when she got married and they started trying, she couldn't conceive. I can't believe she never told me about this. Your grandma and grandpa made us swear we'd never talk about it. So we never did. And we never will. All right, son. Let sleeping dogs lie. 
that night back home. Okay, okay, okay. I know we said we weren't doing presents. No! What? You cheated? Well, I didn't want to do this at your parents, so I waited till we got home. Could you... Oh. In light of recent events, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I think maybe it's time. Oh my god, why are you getting down on one knee? Just open it. Oh my god, that is a very small box. Open it. Oh my god. Oh my god! Does this mean what I think it means? Yes. Yes! So? Yes! That's just something to open. We'll get that dog tag engraved with the name once we pick it out. Where? Chris and Allison's. Anne Murray had her puppies. That one. That one. The one in the corner. The runt. Yes. That's my dog. Oh, who am I to tell you different? Fair warning, though. He might need an extra couple of weeks with his mum before he really gets going. That's okay. We'll wait for you, little guy. What are we going to name him? Well, sorry, but we have this little rule about names. Oh, it's a rule now? Sorry. Okay, he has curly hair. He's little, but he's still pretty feisty. Um... Sorry. Um... I got nothing. Brett? I got it. Rick Mercer. Who the hell is that? Rick Mercer? You know, the, the guy who did the rants on CBC. Oh, him. But that guy's not gay, that's the rule. Yes, he is. And Anne Marie is not. Give her a night with me. What do you say? Do you like the sound of that little guy? Do you like that? Rick Mercer. Oh, oh, the baby approves. Ow. Sorry. Hello? 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 Weird. No one there? It sounded like someone was, but they hung up. Great. It could have been someone trying to book a room. Our phone number is on B&B &B Canada now, but we're listed as B&B &B TBA, and the way we answer the phone, it sounds like you've just called someone's house. When's the deadline to get us in that visitor's guide? February 1st. Friday. If you're going to design a logo by then, we need a name. What did you come up with? Um, shady Maples. That sounds... shady. Restful Shores. Sounds like a nursing home. Country Slumbers. That sounds like a cemetery. Okay, I'll make the place look good. This isn't really my forte. Well, maybe we should think outside the box. We're trying to make this place a bit more hip than most B&Bs, so the name could be something younger, less serious. Like? Like... Pillows and Pancakes. Young and hip, sure, but I don't think our main clientele will be 13-year-old girls at a sleepover. Okay, fine. This is a good one. The Rum Runner's Rest. Oh, I'm sure my dad would love that. Okay, okay, okay. This one's my favorite. We're on the corner of Queen Street and George Street, so what about the Queen George Inn? 
the Queen George Inn? Drew, that sounds like a gay bar in a Dickens novel. I know, isn't it perfect? Let's keep thinking. Son of a bitch. No, Danny, you there? Yeah, no, we need brushed nickel. Is that right? Right. Yeah. Four towel racks, Danny, brushed nickel. Well, ask if they have some in the back. Yep, I'll wait. Hey, Doug, you and Maggie, you were friends, right? At Christmas, my dad told me she gave a baby up for adoption when she was a teenager. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we found this picture of her dressed up for Halloween pregnant out to here. I've been trying to get in touch with the baby, the person, and let them know that Maggie passed away, but you need to be the child in question or a birth parent for them to release certain information. Anyway, my dad doesn't know who the father was, or won't say, but I thought if you had any idea... I got married to Brenda when I was 18. I had no clue who was doing what with who. Is there anyone who would know the father? A friend of hers from back then? Doubt it. Most folks kept that kind of thing pretty under wraps around here. Right. Now what makes you think her kid wants you sticking your nose in their business anyway? Well, I don't know. If they ever went looking for her, wouldn't it be easier if... It don't sound like they went looking for her up to now. And it don't sound like Maggie looked for them. Yeah, but... Ever think that's the way she wanted it? Maybe you're right. And not everything needs to be out in the open. <laughs> What's that, Danny? <laughs> They're out of nickel, but they have the stainless steel. They have to match the faucets. You want to order them in? Here, you talk to them. Hi, Danny. Yeah, it's order four. Well, can you open an account there? Yes, Danny, the B&B &B finally has a name. Just tell them to put it under... And Maggie's, Maggie's house, bed, bed and, and breakfast. At Maggie's house, bed and breakfast. This is Drew. Excuse me. Um. Hi. Do you have these sheets in queen size? What are the nights you'd like to book? Oh, hello there. Um, I'm the guy who called about the harvest table. Is your mom home? For the opening weekend, great. I have a few options for you. Whoa, 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 Sean. That wallpaper goes the other way. Okay, you're all booked in. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Hi, Doug. Do you think you could swing by this auction sale with the truck? I went a bit nuts. At Maggie's house, B&B, Drew speaking. Hello? Hello? No, I know Chris, and if it were up to me, I would have brought him home a month ago, but can you please just keep him for one more week? At Maggie's house, this is Drew. Drew just wants to get through this weekend. Uh, this weekend? Uh, yeah, it's actually our opening, and we already have two bookings, but the more the merrier. No, Mom, I don't understand your recipe. Do I need baking powder or baking soda? Is there a difference? Mom, I gotta go. I think the first guests are here. Thanks. Bye. Ready? As I'll ever be. Hello, hello, hello. I'm Charles. Call me Chuck. And 
I'm Sharon. Call me Sharon. Oh, this is so exciting, isn't it, darling? A little springtime anniversary getaway. 25 years, three kids and one move across the pond later. Oh, this is charming. Did you say this is your first weekend? Are we... Um... Pop in your cherry. Jack, wait a sec. Brett Brooks... Aren't you on telly? Yeah, I'd never forget that face. Hello, welcome. Are you Travis? Yo, sweet place, man. My girl Alexa thinks we're going back to our crib, but I was like, no man, we should stay someplace sweet. Know what I'm saying? For our wedding night. Well, we've put you in the front room. It's the closest thing we have to a honeymoon suite. Sweet, man. A suite. That sounds sweet. Sweet. Since you'll be getting in late, I'll give you my cell number. Just text me when you're on your way, and I'll let you in without ringing the doorbell and disrupting the other guests. Yo, man, limo pulls up, door swings open, and booyah! I'm going to carry my girl Alexa over the threshold. Know what I'm saying? Sweet. Wow. This is certainly different. You must be Sylvia. When you booked on the phone, you mentioned you normally stayed at the Harbor View, is that right? Hmm, the same weekend for over 40 years. Ever since we've been having this annual regional meeting for party. A party? That sounds fun. What is that? It's an acronym for my organization. P-A-R-T-Y. Preaching abstinence and restraint to youth. Fun. I would still be at the harbor view if they hadn't seized operations. Shame. Though, I don't expect you mind. But this is quite a bit more modern than one is used to. The idea was to do a slightly more contemporary style. I'm not really the right one to talk about it. My better half is the designer. Is she here? No. He just ran to the store to get some baking powder. He'll be right back. Later that night. Ah, oh, shit. Hello, hello, hello. Ah, Chuck, hello. You're up late. Is everything okay? Better for seeing you. Nope, just one of those nights. A bit tossy-turny. Figured I'd pop out and let Sharon sleep. You? Oh, I'm just um, letting the last of the guests in. Uh, sorry. Excuse me. Where the hell are you taking me? Yo, shut up, Alexa. It's a surprise, okay? Hello. Congratulations. Who the hell are you? Um, I'm Brett. Welcome. Um, the other guests are sleeping, so if you could... Yo, baby, let me pick you up. You're not picking me up. You'll drop me. You're wasted. Yo, I'm wasted. I'm wasted. Shh. Okay. Beautiful dress. (sighs) Travis, stop it. Yo, it's good luck. Now put your arm around my... Okay, it is very late, so... Stop it. Can we just keep it down a bit? Put me down. Yo, I got you. Just shut up for once. You shut up. I'm falling. Help. Okay, I got you. Here we go. (gasps) Wee! Look at me. I'm a princess. You're my knight in shiny armor. Quietly now. Let me show you to your room. Sweet. Boom. Ah, Chuck. 
You're still up. We've got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> uh, do you need anything? What did you have in mind? <laughs> have a good night. Whenever I saw you on telly, I always wondered which team you played for. Well, mystery solved. Want to know why I was tossing and turning? Ahem. Am I interrupting something? Oh, uh, no. Uh, we were just, uh, just saying goodnight. I see. Brett, is it? Could you please speak to the people in the room next to mine? They are making a lot of... Yeah, baby. Um, hi, hello, I know it's your wedding night, but uh, we do have other guests. Have a good sleep. Good morning, who wants coffee? Sylvia? I should think so. I barely slept a wink. Sharon? Oh, yes, please. I slept like a log. Chuck? Hello? What? Oh, coffee. Yes, dear. Something on your mind? We won't wait for the other two. I'll be out with breakfast shortly. But please, help yourself to one of these scones. Uh, Brett, can you get that? I'm afraid they might be a bit... Homemade. Hey, Chris. Um, now's not really a good time. I hate to do this to you, my lad, but... Oh, no. Hey, Rick Mercer. Um, Chris, we will come and get him on Monday, I promise. Brett, I can handle a puppy. And God willing, I can handle a baby. But I can't handle both at the same time. Sorry, Christine. Hurry Wish us luck. Be a good lad, Rick Mercer. Sorry, Brett. Now get in the car and drive, woman. Oh, Sounds like the others are awake. And how's everything in here? We'll need some butter. These scones are hard enough to kill a man. So sorry, excuse me, I'll be right back. Look who's here. Rick Mercer? No, not now. Yes, now. Allison's in labor. Are you dealing with that? On my way. Keep him in the kitchen. And keep an eye on the bacon. Pardon me, everyone. We have a last-minute visitor. But he's just gonna go back here. Chuck, uh, darling, are you alright? I can't breathe. We're serving breakfast downstairs, and we can hear every... Breakfast is ready! Now, Mercer, you just stay back there like a good boy. Help me! What is it, darling? The scone! Oh, my God. Um, Do you need the Heimlich? Yeah! Okay. Um, is it working? Yeah. Again? Yeah. One. Oh. Two. 
Yeah. Three. Oh, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> cheers, mate. Does anyone else smell that? Rick Mercer, what are you doing in here? Brett, I told you to watch the bacon. Oh, excuse me, I was saving a man's life. Rick Mercer, relax. It's just a bit of smoke. No, it's not. It's a fire! Call 911! No! Where's the fire extinguisher? Stop it, bad dog. Mercer, off. You are a very bad boy. Brett, can you deal with your dog? Oh, he's my dog? I am literally fighting a fire here. You enjoyed that, didn't you, Chuck? Sharon, I don't know what you're talking about. Now, don't play dumb with me, Charles. You have enjoyed yourself that much in 25 years. Aunt Maggie's house. You're a dirty. Hello? Naughty. Hello? Nasty boy. Just like all the rest of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think now would be a good time to offer you all... An apology. A refund. <sighs> oh, she's so tiny. She's beautiful. Yeah, she takes after her mother. Oh, that mother, not this mother. I'm sorry, Teeks. You're okay. Oh, sorry, guys, to stick you with Rick Mercer like that. How did your opening weekend go? It was... We learned a lot. So, um, is Tegan an old family name? Hell no. Just because she's a baby doesn't exempt her from the rule. Alison McMillan and Christine Donnelly are overjoyed to announce the birth of Tegan Sarah McMillan Donnelly. Born May 5th at 3.49 p.m., Tegan Sarah and her moms are back home with Anne Murray and Katie Lang and doing well. June. Oh my god, Brett, you are never going to believe this. What? I have these new clients, a very nice couple, but they live overseas. They're retiring at the end of summer, and they want to move here and run a B&B. Where were they in September, right? <laughs> Only they want a place that's ready to go. They came across the pictures on your website, and they fell in love with this place. Carrie, what? We just opened. It's not for sale. Oh my god, I know. But they told me what they'd be willing to offer. It's... this much. Oh my god. That's exactly what I said. Oh, they don't need an answer right away. September 1st. I know it hasn't been all sunshine and rainbows for you guys, so... It's an option. Remember how we said we have a decision to make? Yeah. That's the one. July.
Oh, like, hi, can I just, like, drop these off in the, like, kitchen? Oh, I don't know. What are they? They're, like, muffins and, like, croissants. Um, Brent and Drew, like, hired me to do the baking for the B&B. Uh, they, like, tried to do it, but I think someone almost, like, died. Well, I don't know. These look professional. Like, I guess. Are you, like, a guest here? I don't know. I'm Cody. I'm here for the summer. Working for Doug. Can you just, like, let them know that Dustin, like, dropped these off? I don't know. You're really good. Like, thanks. Oh, and, like, by the way, I, like, like your music. At Maggie's house, this is Drew. Hello? Who is this? Hello? Hey, he's getting better on the leash. Who is that? Another one of those hang-ups. I can tell someone's there, but unlisted, of course. Do you ever look at people and wonder if it was them? What? Uh, people in town, on the street, at the store. Do you ever think, are you the one who did that to our house? Don't do that. You'll drive yourself crazy. They're out there, Brett, just walking around. When I'm out for a run, sometimes I hear, gay, yelled from a car window. Or around town, I get these looks from people and I think, what? What am I doing? Am I standing a certain way? How am I talking? Oh, what am I doing with my hands? I haven't done that since I was a teenager. After what happened, I can understand. It's okay. No, Brett, it's not. I like to think of myself as this strong, proud, gay man. Someone who knows better than to fall into that. But apparently, I'm not. So, yeah. I dug in my heels before Christmas and we didn't run away. But every time we get one of these phone calls, all I can think is someone's checking to see if we're home, planning whatever they're going to do next. And on top of all that, I think, what am I doing to cause it? Do you just want to get away for a couple days? Go visit Ray. I think we should seriously consider taking Carrie up on this offer. Oh. Be out in a minute. He's late. Third time this week. Mercer, down. Oh, Doug, what happened to your eye? Were you in a fight? Had something to deal with. You know, you can ring the doorbell. You can come inside. You haven't even seen it all finished. Sit. So, how is Cody doing? Hell of a lot better worker than you ever were. Do you guys take a lunch break? He's eating us out of our home. He's 18. No, I mean, it's fine. After all those years I stayed with Maggie, I guess it's my turn. But, uh, this ain't the same thing. I'm pretty sure it's exactly the same thing, Doug. How is it different? Because you... Forget it. Because we're two men, you think we can't take care of our nephew? You know, I thought if you spent enough time around me and Drew, you might change. I thought once you got to know us, you people wouldn't hate us so much. Guess I was wrong. August. 
Well, son, I'll say one thing. It doesn't look like the house I grew up in. It looks nice, Brat. It's not what your father and I would have done, but you two like it, and that's what matters. Now, tell me, is Cody behaving himself? Yes, he's been fine, Linda. Working hard. He's even made some new friends. The good kids. The boy who does our baking. They're all out at a movie tonight. And what about you, son? Have you been minding your own business? Martin, please. Brett, I, uh, brought something for you. But uh, I'll just give it to you tomorrow, before we go. Oh, girl, this is divine. It's like Martha Stewart living in here, only not so self-righteous. It's post-jail, Martha. Thanks, Ray. Thank you for coming. Girl, it's good to see you. So, do I have the run of the place? Uh, No. Brett's parents are here for the night, too. They're gonna love you. (laughs) So, how are you? You didn't sound so hot on the phone. You were right. It's hard. There are people who are interested in buying this place. Big money. I think we're going to take them up on it. Move back. What? Girl, do I need to remind you how miserable you two were in Toronto? You remember when you first arrived, you little Miss Thing, off the bus from one horse town, Saskatchewan, population negative 200. I always knew you wouldn't last. What? You're a small town boy, Drew. You've been here less than a year. Change isn't easy, but if you don't change, you just... For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts.